Hello, OdaFest listeners. Welcome to episode 39 of the OdaFest podcast. This is Jay. This is Dio. Angelo. And it's Alfred, as usual. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, and today we're going to be doing our fall anime preview episode and some extra stuff, but we'll get to that as soon as we can. Uh, this episode was brought to you by Goro and Gun and Voice Up Studio. Thank you so much for your sponsorship mm-hmm. and uh, working with us to bring the community more content and uh, awesome stuff all around the city of Calgary. Um, Alfred, if I can just get you to do some news and announcements for us. Sure. So thanks to everyone who attended the Odorfest Pocket Events, uh, sponsored by Alberta Culture Days. Uh, it was good fun. We had some uh, really cool little dance events with the uh, the Iowa group. So thank you to them. Uh, as usual, thank you as well to um, uh, Foster's Ogurai Bakery for providing us lots of uh Really cute turtle-shaped bread. Mm-hmm. Ah. That was very good. They're really, really cute. That was very good. Um, I was there today because we were recording a little bit earlier, and uh, I did this. Co- I did cosplay chess with Bayfar, or no, with Sean. It was like the worst played game of chess I've ever played since <laughs> I was a child, but yeah. it was still entertaining and fun. <laughs> no, either or. Uh, it's good to see everyone. Yeah, good to see everyone um, as well. So uh, we have some events coming up we're going to have another overwatch themed event on october 22nd at the microsoft store at chinook center so that's going to be called oda watch so whether you're competing or spectating you can get a taste of high level overwatch tournament play featuring the new junkertown map is, is that a map or is it a yeah, game it's mode a it's, it's a map, map. okay yeah. yeah uh check out odafest.com slash overwatch for tournament details so we hope to see you guys there we had a really good turnout last time as well We'll so, be streaming live as and well. We'll be yep. streaming. We'll have There'll, be, pri- There'll be prizes. Um, you can, again, you can look up all the tournament details. You can register at odafest.com slash Overwatch. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So, um, we'll kick off with a little bit of gaming stuff real quick. and then More gaming again. stuff. <laughs> it's yeah, hard to avoid. It's hard to games. avoid. And let's be honest. I don't know anybody who just watches anime and doesn't play games. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. I don't know. Uh, I, I know a couple, but... I guess that's well, true. Well, they, they, they play They're games. Are, they play games that are like hardly games. You know, like, yeah. Oh, come on. Let's not be like. Oh, you play only mobile games. You're not. Honey really Pop a gamer. is a game. Honey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Visual <laughs> novels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, there was there uh, there was like a visual novel pack recently on Humble Bundle. Yeah. And it was actually like it was surprising. There was a lot of Aerojet in there too. So it's yeah. Was, wow. I was surprised to wow. see that. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> um, anyways, talking about games, uh, yep. something. So obviously, everyone knows about the NES Classic and, and the SNES Classic. Did you, did you manage to get one? I didn't because I don't need one. Uh, right, but oh, right. I think I think we're getting one for Odafest. Uh, I think Jenny Ooh. picked up like two or three somehow. Uh, so. A few of us picked up more than one. Yeah. yeah see, okay. <laughs> here's the thing, right? Like, did you see that that little? It wasn't an official press release, but it was like a message sent out by Nintendo. It's like, please don't pay scalpers for the SNES Classic. Yeah. Then stop make making, more. Yeah. Stop making so few. Then make yeah, more. Just make more so people can buy you them. You know what's kind of uh, disappointing? Mm-hmm. There was a teardown of the SNES Classic. Mm-hmm. The internal hardware is identical to the NES Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just an Android box. It's not box, that they couldn't it? make more; they just didn't. It, it, is it running on Android, Raspberry Pi kind of thing, or like? Well, uh, the essentially, side of it Pi. is kind of custom using just ROMs that Nintendo downloaded from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't emulate though, kids. Yeah, they don't have the source code anymore. Yeah, right. But yeah. 
And see, that's an interesting discussion about like you know preservation of video games, right? Because um, you know, like these companies are trying to shut down emulation and such, right? But like, what better way to preserve games by dumping literally their like the ROM images onto online, where they're it's true they'll be forever at this yeah. point. It's about now. it's about the experience of being able to play the game, not whether you own the physical cartridge, right. and you know what I right. mean, like. I'm not saying I absolutely encourage emulation, but at the same time, like, how else are you going to distribute? No, I just, I just think it's, it's a, it comes down to preservation and like how important it is to to preserve these games so they can be played later or experienced later. You know, like when when the hardware fails, right? Well, yeah, because like we're in a period of time like before this release where like kids who wanted to play these games like there wasn't what what were your options. Mm-hmm. Emulation or actually going to buy the hardware. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, Which for like a kid going to buy that hardware it's is impossible. impossible. Even for it's our expensive. generation, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many of us played Atari games on the original hardware? Yeah, you, I did. I, I did not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, owned, I, owned, I owned. Jay, I you're the only one here. Yeah, yeah I, didn't I had. Even know. I had the. I had the little joystick controller with one red button and everything. Yeah, it's great. Um, the but, game sucked, but you get to relive. <laughs> you get to relive that though, pretty soon. I guess. Yeah. Because um, yeah. yeah, we were talking about we have the NES Classic, we have the SNES Classic. Atari is now stepping into the ring with their three hundred dollar release of the Atari box. Okay, so apparently, is this thing preloaded with games? Does it take the original cartridges or like what? Because there's been very few details overall. So, so this is just like an Atari flashback. Like the the they've had three Atari flashbacks so far, I believe, mm-hmm. right? And they, I do believe they support the original carts, right? And they come preloaded with games as well. Or, it, cool. or even if they didn't support the original carts, like you could hack them. We've so only learned wait. a little bit about yeah. the hardware. Like recently, there has been stuff about mm-hmm. where it's an AMD Radeon. Because uh, you need that it's much. It's an APU based system. Right. Yep. It's running Linux. Right. With full access. So, okay. This it, is what Atari has said themselves. So it's not. It's not a throwback console. It's not a retro console. It's a literal console that you can like, code. When they first announced this thing, I was like, it's just the NES Mini or the SNES Mini. Okay, yeah. And That's... I dismissed it. Over the last weekend, they came out saying, it's going to run old Atari games, but it's there's also... nothing stopping you from other stuff, too. Oh, okay. So, it's okay. So, I'm seeing the word Wea. In the Ouya or whatever, it's, it's mentioning Ouya. that. I don't know Ouya. how much it'll have in common with that. No. So, so, but that was but, an attempt at the same sort of idea, right? Where you have a very similar, yeah. But yeah, it's it's estimated to cost about two hundred and fifty to three hundred bucks U.S. for something like that. Oh, which my is, wallet. That look, uh, I, I, but you could buy a new console for that price. You could, but stuff. but you can buy a Switch for that price. Let's I put can that build way. a new you computer. Could, you could buy a used PS4 for that price. You too. can buy oh, a used PS4 for that price. You can, yeah. yeah, I could. You can buy. You can buy a, some very good com- uh, computer components. I, to upgrade okay. your current so, ones. So I'd have to see more of the hardware and what it's capable of pretty soon. I think, yeah. like, but like because um, it, it's a cool idea. It's almost like a Steambox Oya type thing. What it's Wii, telling me so far is that this is a Steambox for indie games. That's what I. That's what I'm reading. That's what I'm so, seeing. So you know what else is a Steam box for any games? A Steam box. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the, right. So the Steam Link, for example, it's only good for streaming. Yeah. Exactly. A Steam box is literally a computer. Any computer running Linux. Yeah. It's gonna have an this HDMI output. It has is four a USB running ports. Linux. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yep. It has Ethernet cable port. It's supposed to be able to take SD cards. 
I don't know, man. I re- I really think that I, I it's just want to see. I need to see more of it first before I can pass judgment. Like because <laughs> the, the, there's not enough detail on this on this to to really this, figure out what it is. This one release that they put out went from I'm not even paying attention to it. I don't give a damn. Yeah. To actually being excited. Oh really? I, okay. So so you think this is this is kind of a cool uh, cool concept then? I don't know if it's for everyone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But this is. This press release was speaking to me. Right. Uh, right. It is kind of cheap. Like three hundred dollars isn't too expensive. Mm. U.S. It's going to be about three. It's, it's got wood paneling on the front. Right. Now. right. It yeah. looks cool. Yeah. So it looks. Cool. I love it. No. It's, so you know what? It I, comes in two finishes. It comes in this black and red like modern finish, and mm. then one that has like a faux wood. Like set up. Apparently, like, it's real wood. Okay, so you know, sure. you know what though? Even <laughs> it doesn't matter. Even if this is kind of like the Oya or whatever, right? Like the fact that it has the Atari name attached to it, it mean, means a lot, right? And um, th- recently, there's, there's been something else that kind of is like a throwback. You know, it's an old company coming back to to you know to, to modernize their brand, basically, right? The um, brand has been sold so many times that it's not the Atari it once was, not okay. at all. So we're also seeing that it's crowdfunded, apparently. Yeah, they that's. I just. I'm reading an article campaign. right now. Oh, okay, yeah. no, Indiegogo, wasn't it? It's yeah, Indiegogo, the, the Atari box will be crowdfunded. Atari doesn't seem to be as flush with cash as it, as it was back in its glory days. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I don't know, man. Like, here's the thing. I like Atari games. Mm-hmm. I remember like lots of great titles. I remember having fun with my old console. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Like, are how are you going to sell this to kids? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, if yeah, you're gonna I don't t- think it's the target market. Put Minecraft Kids on it. Aren't the target market. I could put Minecraft. You on could, it. but I mean, I know, Minecraft is on anything now. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, I don't think kids are the target market. Definitely I don't. Not. I don't actually. I don't think it's going to be okay. But uh, can, can I quickly geek out about something that had, uh, has got me very excited? And it's kind of tangentially linked to, to Atari sure. coming back as well. So, okay. Polaroid is now is now back. As yeah, a, as yeah a company, that's crazy. As a company, Ooh. they're now wait, wait, wait. Yeah. They're not just a subsidiary. Of- no, Polaroid. Is, no way. Okay, so yeah, so that's th- so here's the story. Okay, so when Polaroid shut down the production of their instant film in 2006, they also declared bankruptcy. Yep. Right. There was another uh, kind of an indie grassroots movement who to kind replace of, at least like uh, their film. No, they they bought the last Polaroid factory in the Netherlands or something like that, and it was the final factory. Wasn't it Fuji who did this? It was not Fuji. It was a, a, a conglomerate of hipsters oh, called yeah. conglomerate conglomerate of hipsters. Um, but they they were called the Impossible Project, and they bought out the very last. Um, Factory that Polaroid had operated, and um, over the, the last over the last like seven seven or eight years, they've been um, kind of producing all the film and stuff. reproducing all the film. The problem is they didn't have the patents for the film, so they had to start from scratch and reformulate all the chemicals and such. Just and because the only thing they bought was the machines, right? But it's kind of cool because since you know film photography is making sort of a comeback now. Yeah, um, I love film photography. I so. do too now. Yeah, and it's a. Uh, uh, apparently, Impossible bought and like made enough money off this new film, off this renaissance of instant film, to buy out the Polaroid name as well, wow. and the trademarks, and all the intellectual property, and all the That's the old chemistry. Wow. So, so now um, they have rebranded. They, they dished the name Impossible Project. They're now officially Polaroid again, and they've put out a new camera. Do you know the the Instagram One Step like yeah. rainbow stripe camera? They're remaking that. <gasps> With modern features, so oh it's USB, it's USB charged, and oh, everything. So I'm super like the moment I saw, the moment I saw that I pre-ordered it, 
So it's coming around. Oh, you pre-ordered it. <laughs> yeah, I pre-ordered it. October 16th is You're when one it's What's it called days. again? Uh, it's called the Polaroid One Step Two. Is one is the thank you? And if you're you know if you're into instant photography like Instax you know because everyone likes yeah, the little that's Instax, my yeah. jam. Like, Fuji like, this is going to be film my jam all so, over again. I'm so, so I'm gonna, excited. I'm going to convince you like it, it is a lot more expensive. It's going to be about twenty five dollars per pack or twenty dollars per pack. That's of, fine. Uh, twenty. That's 20, how they that's how they were able to buy the Polaroid name and everything. Oh yeah, By selling the the film at. It was, I remember insane when they were insane yeah, prices. The, the, yeah, the cost of the film was crazy. When I used yeah. to but buy it, it at the camera it. store, it was for a shot for a pack of SX70 film that would fit into your old 1970s uh, Polaroid. Polaroid camera. It was $35 for eight shots, which was ridiculous. It was hardly affordable. Now it's about 25 for eight, and the new uh, camera takes a different type of film. Yeah. That's going to be about 20 for eight. In a, in a somewhat related story... Yeah. Um, I have so is a friend. Polaroid Originals the, their new Polaroid name? Originals yeah. is, is the new brand that they're selling all these new That's films crazy. and the new cameras That's under. That's so exciting. This, there was this one year that we were yeah. at the uh, the Matsuri mm-hmm. and um, we had we're just together and one of my friends had a Polaroid with the, the old film. Oh, okay. And, one, yeah. and they're like, let's get a group picture, right? Mm-hmm. I photobombed the picture. <laughs> That's the most expensive oh, selfie, dude. or not selfie? The most expensive photo bomb I've ever been a part of. Oh, that's like two fifty for per per frame. Yep, something, something like that. But, super okay. Super but good. the thing is, aside from the price, though, it is a lot bigger than the Instax Mini stuff. I know it. I know yeah. Fuji just recently put out the new Instax Square, which I, I hate. I don't like it. I hate it. I'm I don't sorry. like it. Like, I also don't like it. Yeah, like the the minis are fun, but the I don't know. I just. I don't like the this. square is like because it's it's just like a mini stacked on top of itself, right? Yeah. Just to slightly get a bigger size. This is the original Polaroid. It is identical to the old 1970s Polaroids in, in terms yeah. of size and in terms of image quality. Yeah. So, and that's, that's what good. I want. Yeah. So yeah, that it, it, speaking of stuff that is coming back, that's I just really want to geek out, geek out about that. And they're selling it for I'm gonna try and bucks. segue. It's not bad okay. at all. Sure. I'm yeah. gonna try and segue from that. Speaking of film and free <laughs> shipping and, and free shipping. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, J.J. Abrams is directing this is your going, name. Uh, this is going to your, be, uh, let me finish. Mm-hmm. He's directing a your name live action movie adaptation, which is the first time I can think of someone from Western film culture is taking a actual already like you know feature length film animated from Japan and then turning it into live action. I can't think of another instance off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I want to like tilt for a second. Because I have two huge problems with this. Uh-huh. Number one, we've already seen that adaptions of anime, anime and manga don't work very well. Uh-huh. So, like, I don't know, man. Death Note was amazing. <laughs> like, that, Attack on that, Titan was amazing. That, that, according to, depending who you talk to, Ghost in the Shell was not bad, right? Depending on who you talk to, it's not that a Western anime adaptation can't be done. It's that it hasn't yet been done well. Well, yeah, yeah. it hasn't been done well. Second problem. For me, the biggest thing is that I think anime in particular, but animation as a whole mm-hmm. currently, is not respected as a storytelling medium. Yeah. Where we feel like we have to do it live action mm-hmm. for it to be taken seriously. For but but I don't know if that's true because that was the, that like it is the high, like your name is the highest grossing anime film ever. I agree. So and we worldwide. should respect it. As it is, yeah. So why, so why take something that kind of exemplifies the best of what a medium can do? And I just don't get it why it has to happen right? so quickly. Yeah, that 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 too, right? Like, I like still it's haven't not, even if, seen your. If this name was yet. like, yeah. is this like, if this was like twenty five years later or something mm-hmm. like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with it, but this is just hopping onto the. Okay, so for me. so let me let me kind of flip the the coin a bit though. Um, 
uh, the girl who leapt through time. Or uh, is yeah, that what it's yeah, called? The girl yeah, who yeah. leapt through time. Okay. Yeah. That was a pseudo sequel to a live action That's adaptation true. of a novel, yeah. right? Because, uh. Ugh. Too many. You, well, no, no, no. But, yeah, but like, you, yeah. you know how she talks to her aunt in that movie, and it's yes. implied her aunt can also travel through time, right? Yeah. Her aunt was the main character of the, the live oh, action the original, yeah, yeah. of the original, right? So, um, like, I don't know. Like, the, the medium crossovers are kind of weird. Play off of that, do you guys know the movie The Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, uh, All You Need Is Kill. Um, basically, yes. All You Need Is Kill. It was a manga well, adaptation. It, it wasn't was a manga. It wasn't I a manga. loved that movie. It wasn't the manga. What? No, was it light novel? It was a light novel. Light novel, okay. Yeah. So I think for me, I think you can go from a book to live action and live action to animation, mm-hmm. but you, it doesn't seem to work well in reverse. Right. Like <laughs> Because I think with animation, yeah. you have so much leeway in terms of what you can do visually. Yeah, but at least, yeah, but your name wasn't that... You know, like it's, I mean, okay, so I so think it in comes this down case, to it, yep. it won't be like it won't have that problem. It's like if you make Totoro like like live action, I don't. I don't think, think it would work. work at all. But no. this has a. I think this has a chance, but I'm not saying it has the best chance in the world. I just think it has a chance. Okay, so so my question is right, like for something like Spirited Away, you you can't adapt that to live action. Not at all. To, I don't to me, right? Can. Because yeah. like the whole wonder of it that would movie, look awful. Yeah, the wonder of that movie and the, the, the is the visual effects and the spirit and the fact of that movie that it's is cartoony the visual effects, right? And you can do yep. weird things that you could never do in real life. Correct. And but like uh, for for something like this, where it's actually kind of a realistic, okay, not not realistic, but it's like it's a, it's a, it's a more it's a more a, grounded a visual grounded, look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. The, you, I think a live action could work just because of that, right? Yeah. And the thing is, you know, J.J. Abrams—that's that, a great director. Yeah, that's a great to, director to, to, put to, 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 to put behind this, this to yes. attempt this, right? Because I mean, to be look. fair, they've already announced that they've they've the actor the the for the main the main female lead who is uh, deaf in the story. Oh, has she been announced? Yeah, oh, they okay. had yeah. they picked an actress who is deaf. She's a oh, deaf actress. That's it. that's interesting. That's... Which I think is very appropriate. Okay, Wait, no, wasn't that for a silent voice? Fuck. Never mind. Oh, and that was so, just for the English so dub of God dang it. So it's not your name. Then. Your say. name is a completely different movie. Yeah, I, I haven't like, seen your name, so oh, this is why. <laughs> okay, well that's fine. Never mind. But like, okay, so I have another point here. I put it a little bit later by accident, but it's basic. It's related to it because we could talk about like the possible differences. Where I haven't really watched a lot of it, but I saw um, the first. A few of the first episodes of Sword Art Online, like the, the first season and all that stuff. Uh-huh. There's going to be a live action series. Oh, it oh, has okay. 2001 Tomb Raider, like so that's Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider uh, has her scriptwriters in that's, it. That's no, okay. So like, like that's not going to translate. Your as name, well. like JJ ex- Abrams, could work. Yeah, that, this this is, this is not going to be hot work. garbage. Okay, but, but this <laughs> is but this is again, this is kind of like the the Death Note ish version. Or I like contend the, the that Sword Art Online was not good to begin with. I agree. <laughs> no, so, I agree with whoa. you. No, <laughs> so I mean, many people just tuned out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was not hooked on it. It was. Uh, it doesn't it was, matter. It's subjective, it was, right? So, so for me, the thing about Sword Art was it was good until halfway through the first season. Until everyone else already watched it. Where okay. they were like, "Hey, now we're gonna go off on this tangent and like never end the story." And I was like, "You wrapped up what was an okay character arc." And went into Narnia. It was I'm not in it anymore. It's a cheesy anime concept that's been done already, hey, man. and it wasn't it yeah. Narnia was good. Well, okay, <laughs> but we're Narnia saying was... like it's obviously there's the two flip sides of the coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's we've yeah. seen it all before. We right. we all have 
seeing like the movie adaptations right. or live action adaptations so or I, the other way around. Yeah. Usually I think it'll be dance. better than Dragon Ball Evolution. Okay, I, I think. <laughs> uh, Man, we're setting the bar low. I Man, see. so I think I think the reaction so far to your name is just a knee jerk reaction because we just came out with the Death Note adaptation. Yeah, right. And uh, we we just came out with the controversy that was you know Ghost the, uh, like Ghost the say, Goats. It's not that an anime adaptation yeah. can't be good. It just hasn't, hasn't been, been done, done well, yet. Yeah. Right. J.J. Abrams, your name? Maybe, Maybe it'll be good. Yeah. If um, your name is J.J. Abrams, <laughs> <laughs> you might just have a chance. Speaking of uh, sort of... No, not J.J. Abrams. Uh, <laughs> speaking of sort of anime tribute movies, you know, uh, Pacific Rim 2, new, <laughs> new uh, poster has been released. With still Boy again. It's still happening? It's still happening. <laughs> I'm so happy. You, no, yeah, dude, it has, it has, it has come out of uh, production hell. It's been in production for a while. For a actually. while. Yeah. And it stars, I still haven't seen the first It stars one. John Boyega from Star Wars. <gasps> yeah. Really? Yeah, and he's, the, he's Idris Elba's son. Cool. Give in, it to me. Yeah. In, in the new sequel. My so it's body be, is ready. Yeah. So It'll that, probably be good. It, it, I think it will. I'm going to watch it. I need, with your eyes. Uh, yes. Boy. Both of them. You know. Wow. <laughs> Privilege. And, and I hope it does well in Japan because, seriously. Um, we need more Pacific Rim. Yeah, exactly. Because, well, I mean, it, it did well. Pacific Rim just got it. One of the big reasons it did well in Japan, though, was because. Uh, um, it bombed? No. No, it what? did well in Japan. Oh, good. Because okay. it's, a, it's a, first of all, it's a tribute to Mecca. But, like, I, I think a lot, it, it spoke a lot to the Japanese kind of consciousness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, What's his name? Hideo Kojima. Uh, after he saw it, he immediately went on Twitter and said, it is the duty of every Japanese citizen to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so speaking of, I guess, Hideo Kojima, or we're just going to lapse into whole anime stuff. Right before that, we're going to just talk a little bit about one of our sponsors, uh, Goro and Gun. They're a local ramen bar down here in downtown Calgary. Um, and what's unique about them is they also have like anime stuff like showing all the time in the restaurant as well. So you can watch shows. Um, we'll talk a little bit about them right now. The Japanese film Tampopo was marketed as the world's first ramen western. It's the story of two truck drivers, Goro and Gun, who use their culinary expertise to change the fate of a struggling noodle shop. That passion lives on at Calgary's spacious 150-seat noodle bar, Goro and Gun, led by executive chef Tomo Mitsuno. Chef Tomo has spent seven years working at a Michelin-starred restaurant in Osaka and belongs to an elite tier of chefs certified to prepare fugu, or Japanese blowfish. Tuck into a steaming hot bowl of Hakata-style ramen made even better with a smoked egg. Or depart from noodle fare with house specialties like the tuna poke or spicy saute prawns. Goron Gun also have vegetarian and gluten-free options, and the gyoza, sauces, and pastes are made in-house with fresh ingredients. Whenever possible, Goro and Gun uses wild fish instead of farmed. Complete your meal with one of 30 sakes from Goro and Gun's curated selection. Goro and Gun is located on Stephen Avenue upstairs on the plus 15 level of the Scotia Center. Awesome. Thank you, Goro and Gun. I for... actually didn't know that Goro, like, the, the, the name Goro and Gun for was... For sponsoring us. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyways. Thank you, thank you for sponsoring us. But the, yeah. the name Goro and Gun, I didn't know it came from the movie Tempopo. Tempopo. I didn't know that. Uh, like, I think a lot of people don't know that, but it's yeah. like they have, they definitely have a, a, a real vested interest in the community. Yeah. Um, and in how they want to present their business. Mm -hmm. Um, they've supported us for the last two years, I want to say. Yep. 
Um, so come visit them. I tried to make Their it ramen out. Ramen is delicious. Yeah, their toppings are real good. They have like this cool like special thing, like a happy hour deal. Mm-hmm. You should definitely go if you're on a budget. I try making it down every Odafest just to have some ramen. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's so worth it. And they're like they're legit aware of us. They're like they're not just like oh like who are you guys? They're like oh you're Odafest. Like awesome, yeah. cool. Yeah, they they flip come the TVs to uh, Ghibli movies every time we're in town. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but without any further ado. Okay, here we go. To start our anime, our anime preview. Is it fall or okay? Fall season. Fall fall. fall season. And we're just like we're right before it, so it'll be okay. Okay. The title of this one is uh, what was it? Katsu Shoujo Shumatsu Ryoko. Really? Yes. You wrote down the wrong one. Did I? The title that you wrote down. It's Katsugeki Token Rambu. It's that not Token Rambu. Yeah, that's definitely not. Oh, that's not Token Rambu, man. Token Rambu is currently airing, which is by Ufotable, really well animated. Ufo table. Yeah. And that one's about, like, <laughs> yaoi samurai dudes who turn into, like, people who turn into swords This and stuff. definitely doesn't look like Token and Rambu. No, this isn't Token Rambu. Did you like this? This is better. Did, did you like okay, Token okay, Rambu? Okay. okay. That was good. So this one, uh, I'll, re- I'll read the description. Civilization is dead. <laughs> But Shido and Yuri are still alive, so they hop aboard their beloved Katenkrad motorbike and aimlessly wander the ruins of the world they once knew. <laughs> day after hopeless day, they look for their next meal and fuel for the ride. Guzzling. But as long as the two are together, even an existence as bleak as theirs has a ray or two of sunshine in it. Whether they're sucking down their fur suit or hunting <laughs> for machine parts to tinker with, for two girls in a world full of nothing, the experiences and feelings of the two share give them something to live for. Make them kiss or is this apocalypse kill me already? Gay? This no, dude. This apocalypse sounds like Bad Max. They're, yeah, they're looking this for sounds fuel like... and parts and stuff. Is this, yeah. is this, it could be like, guys. Depending on how badass, take they out are. your phones, listeners. To take out your phones or on your computer. Just, just Google the title, uh, "Girls' Last Tour" or "Girls' Last Tour." Let me just look up the title again because Jay kiss, got the wrong gonna... one down. Shoujo Shumatsu Ryoko. As soon as you Google it, you will see it is set post World War II. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of like if if so, uh, I have not read the manga yet. Yeah, but just judging sounds, right so, away, cool. Yeah, it sounds, sounds good. cool. It's in a world where obviously World War II in a world. went way worse than it did. Like it was bad. Are you saying Germany won? must have been worse? No, so they, they must have continued making atomic bombs and, it, and then uh, they eventually blew everything led to nuclear war. Yeah, mm. two cute girls. Uh, AU. With the motorcycle with tank trains. Okay, so first of all, I love. I love this. I love alternate history. First of all, yeah, I me love too. I love history. that stuff. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, would say that the the like that's the poster or mm-hmm. like the promo image I pulled up. Didn't really look very good, to be honest. It doesn't look graphically interesting at all. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. It looks bleak. It looks, but also you know, just with the two it characters. It looks kind of cute. Kind of cute, sort yeah. of. If you focus really much like on the mm-hmm. on them on the uh, on the bottom there, but I'm hoping that you know that belies the actual nature of the show. Mm-hmm. It sounds in- more interesting than it looks right now. Yeah. Like I'm I'm super hyped for this. There's one other show that's a cute girl on a motorcycle. And this one's two cute girls on motorcycle, and that's just everything that that's I want. That's all Angela in the world. ever wants in life. Two cute girls on motorcycles? Yeah. So, oh, Dio, where's your motorcycle? I know I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I want a motorcycle. So, he'll love you again. Yeah. So, girls' last tour, I'm hyped. 
Three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, Perfect so, seven out of eight. I wonder if it's going to be like, you know, Mad Max, though, where it's kind of like that bleak. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be cool. I would like it if it was. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be as action-y. No, I need no. to start putting I don't think so. counts. <laughs> shows. Yeah. And they show previews? Yeah, how, how long was that? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I, I Ooh, Okay, so so sorry. Real quick segue. Um, Mad Max anime would be so cool. Yeah, it would be. Because it would translate well. I mean, it would translate so, so well. The Blade, the first Blade short, anime yeah. short, came out. The Blade? What? Blade, Blade Runner. Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah, yeah. we're like, Blade, Runner, like, like the Sorry. vampire dude. Blade yeah. Runner. There yes. was a Blade, Blade anime, wasn't there? There was Amazing. a Blade anime. Anyways, I never saw it. but Blade Runner. <laughs> but the Blade Runner 2049, short. the short came out, and it was. The shorts 2022 Blackout. Fantastic. So good. It's so good. Oh my god. I. I like. I need to see that movie. It now. is so on the subject of uh, adaptations again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, you can. It seems like you can go towards that. Fifteen minutes short made me want so a full much. length movie. Yeah. I didn't or, really care like, about Blade Runner twenty forty nine that much. Yeah. Until I saw that. Until now I saw I'm, that, I'm I was like, it. I need yeah. this. And like, it's, okay, so it's sitting at ninety six percent of Rotten Tomatoes. At last I checked, it could have yeah. gotten up. Apparently, that movie's extremely good it's actually it was at 98 98 before. yeah some yeah, some critics some critics are saying it was better than the original and that's an accomplishment that's a compliment that's huge and the director's canadian go us uh, what yeah hell yeah we yeah. did something once denis villeneuve let's let's stroke yeah. that leaf yeah so <laughs> Whoa. anyways Whoa. uh let's get back to anime so. anime time um this Osama one Osama game yep it's a horror mystery supernatural uh, Osama game the animation thank you because <laughs> I think it was, it's a manga so, okay yeah, it's based it off something else yeah. no wait the story begins when an entire high school class yeah. of 32 people receive a message on their cell phones from a person known only as the king the messages contain orders that the students must obey or they risk the punishment of death with their lives on the line the students soon find out that the orders are getting more and more extreme as time goes on uh, it sounds like Danganronpa. Anime edition. This sounds like something Sounds like else. Danganronpa. Sounds like Battle Royale. Which yeah. sounds like Hunger Games. No, it does it not sound, like, it yeah. doesn't sound like that. It sounds more... I hate to say it, sounds but like, does anyone know about the Blue Whale thing? The, the Blue Whale game? No. Blue Whale game? So, it's some dude in Russia who just got like arrested for it because apparently he might be like the ringleader. But basically, it's like... A, it starts off like... It started off on some, like, you know, message board or whatever on the internet where people could, like, they provide their cell phone numbers and, then, like, you're supposed to, like, post the results of your, like, how you play the game. You get, you receive instructions. And then, like, it's, it's called the Blue Whale game because the first thing is to, like, I think it's, like, to draw or somehow, like, have an image of a blue whale onto, like, your wrist or something like that. And some people take it to an extreme and they, like, carve it in with, like, a razor or something. That's, oh my. Kind of weird. Okay. Yeah, but, right. like, it, com- it the, the last, Command is to uh, commit suicide. What? What the fuck? It's pretty messed up. Okay, all right. But how well, are you going to post it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is <laughs> like, what's the point? I guess you stop posting. I guess you stop posting. The point is the reason why I'm bringing it up because this is in the genre of horror and mystery and supernatural, and I was wondering if. It's gonna follow the same thing because it says like you you get con- you get contacted by this dude named King. The messages contain orders that the students must obey, 
or risk the punishment of death, which is like maybe not exactly this, the same. This type it, of genre is so overdone, though. I'm it sorry. It is overdone. Like, well, because it's based off the generic like part, like the drinking game. It's like, more the like popular Saw. Japanese drinking game. Yeah, but it's more like Saw than anything else. No, but I mean, like, there's so many of these animes out that already. have done this. They have already done this already to and death. and better, right? Yeah. So like, well, you, know, okay, you don't know but, if it's going to be better. But what you if that day has nothing else good airing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. And I log I into Overwatch. I love having you because games. you just you keep on asking like the questions that like technically need to be asked, but they're just like statements of absurdity. Really, it's like, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? Okay, I'm, I'm not watching this. Yeah, I I mean I'll watch it because I like I like to believe that someday I'm gonna find okay. a good horror anime. This one, okay. The description on, yeah. tells you nothing you need to know about it. All right. And, and then the you name Google of the show, and you find something amazing. Okay. And okay. You hold watch on. Hold on. Inuyashiki. Oh. Yeah. Inuyashiki. Okay. It's sci-fi and psychological. Ichiro Inuyashiki is down on his luck. While only 58 years old, his geriatric looks often have him written off as a pathetic old man by the world around him, and he's constantly ignored and disrespected by his family, despite all that he's done to support them. On top of everything else, his doctor has revealed that he has cancer, and it appears that he has little time left in this world. But just when it seems things couldn't get any worse, a blinding light in the, uh, in the night sky strikes the earth where Ichiro stands. He later wakes, to, uh, wakes up to find himself unscathed, but he soon starts to notice that there's something different about himself okay so it starts off breaking bad and then gives you nothing else in the description right yeah, yeah. again he's an old Google man the title inuyashiki yeah spoilers That's somehow a- that that lightning bolt turned him into a fucking robot what his arms open up and like tools and weapons and everything comes he's out inspector gadget he's, yeah he's like inspector gadget and grimdark um, oh, dude, it's seen on the poster now. Holy crap. What the hell? Yeah. What? So is, does he take revenge on the world? I have no idea. Okay, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I've never seen pictures. The, the poster depicts, like, I'm assuming that it's the dude on the right. It's the no, dude it's on the, the, left. the left. No, it's the dude on the left. Because that's dude. the old man. That's yeah. the other thing. That's it's it. not like cute girls doing cute things. It's an old, wrinkly dude just... Yeah, and his right arm out, has exploded out. into robot parts. And his left arm is, like... Punching the the guts out of this one other dude. Also, like, it's Studio Mappa. They make everything great. <laughs> Mappa's they, been great. They make everything great. <laughs> Angelo. Angelo, recommends. seal of approval. Yeah. Okay. I'm watching this. I'm. I don't even. I'm watching this. It's, this just looks cool. It kind of. Kind of has really that cool. like angry dude. You know, like dude unappreciated, angry at the world kind of kind of deal. Just look yeah. at him. Just look <laughs> at his old ass face. He kind of looks. It's. It, he kind of looks like a titan. He has a titan face. Give me somewhat of a One Punch Man kind of vibe, vibe yeah. too. Right? Except robot, except old robot old man. Yeah, instead of like, that'd be a great name for a show too. Robot, robot old man, man. <laughs> probably exists. Robot old man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited for it. I really am. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I don't. Eh, I'll, I'll give it a watch. Probably. I will going just. I will just listen to what I've seen from the pictures. I'm totally down for it. I will listen to what Angela has to say about it <laughs> later okay. on. Okay. At um, least give it the three episode uh, trial. Sure. I will, because it's Halloween season, so I'm just going to keep on going with another sci-fi psychological anime. There wasn't actually a lot of, from what I could pull, there was not a lot of um, New variety. Things. Yeah. Yeah, there's like some music anime and then like no mecha or anything. Like It, it was pretty, I don't know, pretty vanilla for some reason. Anyway, this is sci-fi psychological. Its name is Code Realize, Sosei no Himegimi. 
uh, by MSC. I don't know who MSC is. I don't that either. sounds new. I don't know who they yeah. are. Restricted to an abandoned mansion on the outskirts of London in fulfillment of a promise to her father, Lonely Cardia lives day to day, isolated from the world. Her body carries a deadly poison that rots or melts anything her skin touches. She's rogue. Prompting yeah. the locals to call her a monster, which is not unfair. <laughs> um, one day, her quiet solitude is interrupted as the royal guards break in to capture her. It is then that Cardia meets Arsene Lupin. Oh, what? What? <laughs> Lupin or Lupine? Lupin. Let's say Lupin. It's Lupin, yeah. A chivalrous thief Lupin. who helps her escape <laughs> the soldier's clutches. She soon finds herself on a journey with Lupin to locate her father, who holds the answers to her mysterious condition. It's, so it's not I would actually like Lupin to, okay, the Third. I have a no. question. I, I would like to comment. If everything she touches melts or rots. How does she wear clothes? Follow-up she question. She doesn't. <laughs> Follow-up question. In the picture attached to this description, he's touching her. Well, he can touch... I don't know. Uh, what's going on? Is it only her hands? Because he's looping. I don't know. Does she have really greasy hands? <laughs> <laughs> this is... Okay. No, she's got some bad sweat. She's got acid sweat. Oh, Yeah. This actually kind of reminds me of a really weird paranormal case. So if you're into like weird paranormal like Ooh. stuff... This will kind of be cool. Okay. There was a woman uh, who was called the Toxic Lady. <gasps> yeah, yeah. You heard about this? this? Okay, go ahead. She, I, I think she was a woman who w- was admitted to the hospital for vomiting and such, right? Yeah. But then uh, um, she basically started to sweat like toxic green, like goo. sludge and yeah. goo out of herself. And that's like, so cool. And, and people and the nurses and stuff were getting sick, violently sick, no, but touching that's, her. It's still cool. Yeah, for but being in the room with her. No one knows what exactly what caused her condition. Condition to do that, and and uh, why she that a, she was emitting somehow a toxic. Toxic gas that was like, like literally killing the people who were in a room with her. Yeah, to treat her. and like when she actually died and stuff, they they couldn't even do an autopsy because her body began decomposing like immediately. Immediately, so it like yeah, look, look it up. The toxic it's, lady. It's yeah. really cool. Cool and really messed up, but yeah. Google it. Yeah, Google it. Paranormal stuff. Yeah, it's cool. I actually no. Apparently, there's that's a podcast genre. Paranormal. Yeah. Yeah, there's also murder podcasts and like all yeah, like, like, like people were into people, I don't know why people were into that. Like, into like, cult, it's me, your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, smash that like button. <laughs> somebody's been watching BuzzFeed Unsolved with me. All right, who wants to read this one? This one's I'll do it. much lighter. Because this one made me so angry. <laughs> no, I, I read the description and I completely understand what this anime is about. Okay, uh, go for it. Oh, so you go ahead, baby. And, Imoto Sai Ireba Li. Or E. E. It's E. Let's let's go to the description. (laughs) Scroll up for me. Come on. Come on. The story follows the everyday life of Itsuki. Itsuki, actually. And modern day Pygmalion, who works day in and day out to create the ultimate younger sister. No! No! He's surrounded by various other characters. A beautiful genius writer who loves him. His big sisterly classmate from college. A fellow male writer. I like how... A sadistic (laughs) tax accountant. And his editor. They're all looked after by Itsuki's perfect younger stepbrother, Chihiro, who has a serious secret. Okay. Chihiro's a girl! Guaranteed! Yeah. Absolutely. I can, I can, I can who, also who even you. questions it? Okay, alright. It's true. Terrible bullshit. So, Chihiro's a girl. 
everything's hot. I don't even know if his fellow male writer is male. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to point something out. I love uh, what I really like was his surrounded by various other characters. And then look at all the adjectives the other characters get. A beautiful genius writer. His big sisterly classmate. A sadistic They don't even get names. (laughs) A fellow male writer and his editor. (laughs) It's like, if you're a man in this story, you don't matter. Okay, so... um, I looked at what Pygmalion is. In ancient Greek mythology, Pygmalion fell in love with one of his sculptures, which then came to life. There you go. Plot okay. over. Thanks. Oh, my cool. God. Cool. Thanks. Is uh, he going to... Wh- why, Japan? Why? So, his younger brother is actually his younger sister, and he's going to do the He's going to fall in love with her. The end. <laughs> Story of plot boy. over. We're done. So... <laughs> That's it. So, I'll recommend it to I was gonna say, like, who's, who's into this? This is fucking stupid. I'm gonna watch it. I, I kind of, I hate to say it, but I really like the the cover art for this. Like, I don't know, it's stylized and shit. Yeah, but well, it's Chihiro's basically Abby Road. I'm, it's basically Abby. Chihiro's a girl. He's, she's even clinging on him and like flying through. The, no, 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 no. Chihiro's the one on the end. Oh, okay. that's a girl. The that's, one that's on girl. the middle. It's a girl. It's a girl. Because the it's other one's the writer. And then one of them's got to be the editor who doesn't care. I'm guessing, no, the one on the right. The one on the far right is probably the brother. You know yeah. what? The, the guy in the red shirt is probably the fellow male writer. Yeah, the fellow male writer. Then no, the, the one in the blue. I've, I've looked up pictures, man. I know. What? The one, in the, <laughs> the one on the far right in the, in the green hoodie is Chihiro. That's yeah. a girl. That's a girl. That's got to be. That That's his sister. Becomes a girl. They're gonna. That's the secret, Look, dude. It's a girl. They, Who could have seen li- that coming? Listen, they have explicitly called it stepbrother to make sure that it's okay. <laughs> oh my god! Did it actually? Yeah. It stepbrother, so it's okay oh. because they're not directly related. Great. Awesome. Gross. Okay, here's a we show. Yeah. Okay, you know what? <laughs> okay. Here's right. a show that's like, it's a little messed up, I guess. Yeah, can I just make, a, make a really quick point here? Sure. Yes. Um, so I love how disgusted by like incest we are and stuff, right? But like, have you been following Game of Thrones? You watch no, Game of Thrones? No. Not okay. really. No. Okay. Well, um, goat. To, towards the beginning of the show, everyone's like, "Ew, incest!" By by the end of this last season, people are like, everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, incest." <laughs> yes, do it, John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So and he anybody does. who's and he does. That he does. spoiler alert, he does in the incest. <laughs> That's gross. To be fair, he doesn't know, but we were all nobody. Re- nobody else. No, but only, only his brother knows. I'm only talking, but knows, like it's mostly like the, the audience reaction, right? Because we're just like, oh, incest, right? And then now it's just like, yeah, man, do it, do it, screw do it, it. Just do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll finish up with this last Blend anime S. that I have on the slate. Blend uh, S by A1. It's- Actually, I think Dio. I think you should read this. Okay. The story centers on a girl named Micah who gets a job at a cafe where all the waitresses are given certain attributes, such as Sundari, or little sister, to embody while serving customers. The manager asks Micah to be the do-s, extreme saddest waitress. <laughs> sadist. Sadist. So she will have to adapt a dominant and aggressive persona. I love this already. <laughs> this is perfect. I think it's supposed to be dom-s, but anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I read the first paragraph and was like, this is stupid. And then I read the second paragraph and I'm like, no, this is great. I'm watching this. You'll drink your coffee black and you'll like it. (laughs) You want it hot? I'll give you it hot. Stops drop kicking people. That'd be pretty cool. I'm kind of, I'm kind of into it. I'm intrigued, but I'm also kind of disturbed. Well, Uh, drink the coffee, you pig. 
Like, I don't know if you know, but this is an actual thing. Like, you have... There's, I know co- there's cosplay thing. cafes, and then they have each made... Or, has, or like, whatever. a personality type. As, yeah, they're supposed to have a certain personality, and then you guys are, like... So, if you get the Sundari one, and then you get, like, an Omu rice with, like, a heart that you want to draw on it, they'll be like, do it yourself, you pig. Or or they'll be like, I don't want to, or they'll do it, and they're just going to... Like, just, like, no heart, and it's like, yeah... I didn't want to give this to you anyways, but here you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, maid cafes in general. Okay. All right. N- not to knock on our maid cafe, because that's awesome. Yeah. You know? um, nice like save. It's, it's, it's not, my, not my type of thing. I don't know. It's just like, like because there, there are theme cafes uh, in Japan, right? Yeah. And I was yeah. talking to um, uh, a few of the other That's other just because there's no Gundam theme cafe for you. There is one. There is no, a no, Gundam no, I mean, where, where, where the waiters and waitresses are dressed as Gundams. I'm pretty sure there's one. There's got to be. There's got to be one. Well, just well, no, well, no, they're, they're dressed as, you know, like the, um, like in Federation uniforms and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So they should be yeah. Gundams instead. There's got to be a Mecha, Mecha Musume cafe. Out yeah, there. probably. Oh probably. Musume. Probably. But my, my Musume is a Mecha. But, but I mean, like, like that one in general is kind of like, uh, I don't know. That, that, that to me is like, okay, my, I, I don't understand why you need a, want a rude or tsundere waiter like yeah like that's not that's not something i understand some people like getting shit on alfred sometimes <laughs> you don't want a tip and true you enough. need a reason true enough <laughs> all right okay i guess so um no anyways i was talking to some some motorfest staff members who had gone to japan and apparently they found a ca- a maid cafe that was catholic themed uh, oh did you, okay did you like have to quote bible verses no to get like what you No, but wanted? the maids are actually nuns and it's very quiet <laughs> Huh. I mean, it might be peaceful. Wow. Yeah, I know. It might be super that's peaceful. A, that's a, that's I, Can I tell a story about... I actually saw a nun a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, a, a real-life nun. Like, I used to go to a Catholic school, and there yeah. was one time we went to a field trip. We went to a convent, and I saw a nun there, and that made sense. But I saw, like, Where a real-life nun. Where did you find a convent? We have... Oh, well, we don't have a convent, but we have a nunnery or something in Catholic. Yeah, like, we have a nunnery. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay, they were sure. there. <laughs> Not surprising, but I saw one at Walmart recently, like three weeks ago, <laughs> and I was so and I haven't, like I'm 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 not religious, and I just like I was very surprised to see like a nun in a full habit, like mm-hmm. shopping at Walmart. She was like in line like two aisles over. I was so surprised. I was with Becca at the time, and I said the worst thing I could possibly oh, say. I, I was I was no. legitimately surprised. I was just legitimately surprised. I gra- like I grabbed Becca's hand, and I was like, Oh my god, a fucking. <laughs> And uh, and then like there was like a beat and then I was like, oh, that's the worst thing I could have said. <laughs> Did she hear you? No, no. Okay, good. Like it was a good. It was. I, you can tell like because you have uh, the ruler stains. The ruler marks would still be on his wrist. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wasn't like struck by lightning immediately. Okay, so. all right. Yeah. Okay. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. Holy. Yeah. Holy. Very holy. <laughs> Thank you, sister. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how I'm going to segue into this next ad read, so uh, we're not. Thank voice you, dubs. Voice dubs. Thanks. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to voice act a nun? No. But if you did, uh, you could go to voice dubs. We'll tell you all about it right now. Voice dubs is an international media studio based out of Calgary. They specialize in providing custom video and voiceover production services with the ability to deliver in over 50 languages. With partner studios in Tokyo and Beijing, VoiceDubs manages the entire production process from translation to casting to post-production, allowing you to focus on what you do best, running your business. See why some of the top companies across the world have chosen VoiceDubs for their video and voiceover production needs at www.voicedubs.com. Interested in joining the voiceover industry? 
Voice Dubs offers educational events where industry professionals come to teach you what you need to know. Subscribe at www.voicedubs.com to stay updated. <laughs> and we were doing so well. I, I'm not. I'm not cutting that laughter out. But <laughs> <laughs> and we were doing so well. Thank you, Voice Dubs, for continuing your support with the Odafest community. Oh damn! And providing the prizing that you have, and um, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, everyone should check them out if you want to learn more about voice acting and the world of basically like voice studio work. It's cool stuff, and we could really use this, uh, some direction. I actually wonder if you're an English voice uh, voice actor to, to doing like dubs and stuff, right? And you and you get a script like that, you know, where it's yeah. like, <laughs> like, what do you do? You get no, no. This is what you do. You're like, you're I'm an getting actor. paid you for act. it. Yeah. And okay, I've always wondered. Okay. The people who voice hentai's, like English dubs of those, they're not like obviously like I don't know. Are they porn actors in real life, or are they just Probably voice actors? Here's not. a question. Here's yeah, a real but, question. Do you think they take they sub out the Japanese non um, language voices? They the, do, and they don't. From what I've heard from <laughs> reading, <laughs> from because uh, I follow a couple people sure. who like are voice actors on Twitter, and so they've done yeah. like they've done those roles, and uh-huh. they're like, yeah, sometimes like you get asked to record, re-record, over, uh-huh. re-record it, but sometimes they just leave the the squeals, the squeals and stuff. <laughs> in. Okay, that must be so jarring to the viewer. Yeah, it's just just like, well, uh, yeah. I mean, I just think it would be jarring to hear someone squealing at you, period. So, uh, I, I'm just, I just imagine the the booth during those scenes, <laughs> just like because you're you're, you're just you're, you know, in, you're, like you're, you're in front of the I mic. I think it right? would just be hard to be the ADR. Uh, uh, like the, yeah, no, no, but like I just to imagine yeah. to being like the ADR director for that. Mm-hmm. You're just like in booth, like uh, okay, hmm. do it over again. That I one some, sounded all right, but could you do higher pitched? A higher, yeah. We're gonna need another take. Uh, I need I you think to it really would match. Sound those. More authentic if your tongue was sticking out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm sure there's oh lots God. of tricks to the trade. We're never getting lie. sponsored by them again. We're never getting sponsored <laughs> a period again. I should go, uh, I should do some research on this. I'm actually very interested. I don't know. Like it's 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 a question. And thus, we found Alfred's fetish. I mean, there's a couple of like voice really popular acting. voice actors where that's where they got started. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, that's a way. Like, I mean, obviously they don't that, brag about it. That's not something I'm going to ask a voice actor, though. Like, oh yeah, like, of course not. Hey, welcome you're to Odafest. Ask you? You mean you're not going to ask Matt Mercer or the or Leah? Clark? Hey, Matt, thanks for coming to Odafest. So, have, have you have you voiced any hentai? <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you had your dick sucked audibly? No, no. Audibly. Audibly. No. Uh, what's the other word? Uh I know what I'm talking about. We're, we're going to need new sponsors after this. Definitely. Uh, Speaking of which, Audible. No, <laughs> Audible sponsors anything. So we're, <laughs> we're going to have to cut the like the last like two minutes. No, oh, we're fine. Um, <laughs> All right, we're out of stuff to talk about, sort of. But sort of. Did you see the Red Dead Redemption trailer? Uh, I did. It's a prequel. It is a prequel. Yeah, I'm surprised by no, that. No, it's a prequel. Yeah, I know. It is. Okay, I'm you surprised said it's by very that. Very cool. Okay, <laughs> it is very cool. It's a prequel, and I'm very surprised by that. Yeah. Um, just because uh, I don't know, like the the ending of the first game left so much open, but I understand why they made it into a prequel. Yeah. So because like like it, the first game is about kind of like the end of the Wild West. True. It? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but I I I can see why it's a prequel because of that. It's like mm-hmm. they don't really want the Wild West theme to end mm-hmm. in that regard, right? Like they want to kind of. 
Go back to the pioneering. Now, times. now, my question is: Is this going to open up the door to a PC port for Red Dead Redemption One? Probably Maybe. not. <sighs> yeah, Rockstar. Thanks. <laughs> they should do. We like, got a bully port. How many years after, dude? It'd be like, so a, cool. A decade. A decade. <laughs> yeah. If they said it in like the Yukon, that'd be so cool. I'll, yeah. Actually, you yeah. know the Yukon Gold Rush. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 okay. Not... I could actually see it like happening around the Gold Rush. That'd era. be so yeah. amazing. No, I'm thinking just like like modern, like Fargo, because that's that's basically a, a modern western, right? But it's set yeah, in. Yeah, but it's not. It doesn't really fit the narrative. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess here. so. I, I mean, like especially saying. for Rockstar, if they did it and set it in the Yukon, mm-hmm. suddenly it could start bringing Russians into the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even joking. They could. Uh, he's they not wrong. Totally could. Uh, speaking of which, a couple couple of betas uh, popped up this week. Uh, the new Call of Duty World War II uh, beta is. I hear it's getting assaulted by hackers. I, I hear that too. Yeah, it's like you know the game's not even out yet, and it's already filled with hackers. It's yeah. kind of sad. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't really care about war games. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you never played any of the, the other Call of Duties? Uh, not even just Call of Duties. I mean, like war games in general. It's just in general. I just don't. I, I have no real appetite for them. Mm. Okay, that's fair enough. I yeah, don't know. It's just the way it is. But I'd like to see what hacked history is like. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my. That's yeah. why I'm laughing at it. Um. Yeah, I really don't think we have too much to talk about. Uh, it. Uh, appreciate for everyone listening. And yeah. Hopefully you watch some of these shows and tell us what you feel about them and tell us what you thought about last season's previews as well. Um, what did we talk about last season? Did, did we actually... Oh, gosh. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, that, 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 we remember. mentioned... That, that's one thing to end on. Yeah. Okay. We were asking, how, how did you find Tokyo Rambo? Because you, you did watch it. Oh, right? yeah. I only watched a few episodes. It wasn't really my thing. Okay. Uh, all of like the yaoi and the homo lust was actually kind of removed. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so it was so, actually very tame as far as that part goes. So you're saying that fans will hate it? If that's it what really they're depends there for, on what kind of fan they you might. are. But that's the animation was like yeah, okay. really good. I, I, I haven't uh, met any other type of Tokyo like, fan. To be fair, so. I don't know how. I don't know how accurate the story was, but it wasn't bad. Like it was huh? okay. It was like time travel. Did you have a good time? And, right? Like, did you have a good time watching? I watched three episodes and I was like, you know, this is not bad. And but then I just you didn't ditched it watching. Yeah. <laughs> What's your? I, I wish that Ufotable spent the time. Adapting fate. I keep on saying. I'm pretty sure it's not ufotable. I'm pretty sure it's it UFO table. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, like it's what like they pronounce because they it's pronounce UFO like UFO, and then it's table. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's UFO table. It might be. Maybe. I don't really care. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, I'm either either or. Um, Token Rambu may or may not disappoint you. <laughs> uh, as far as great anime from Conclusion. last season, yeah. If you like anime and you haven't watched Made in Abyss. You're living your life wrong. Okay. Okay. There we go. Made in this. Uh, That's a recommendation. Is that your favorite favorite right now? I would say that was my anime of the season. Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. All right. It was great. Hmm. What would you choose as an anime, a potential anime of the season for this season? The one with the old man. Did you like any I can't decide because like there's there's Kino's journey that we didn't really cover. Right. Uh, I did see it. I was a huge fan of the series back from 2003. Season two now, fourteen years later. Holy dog shit! I'm hype. Old anime girl on motorcycle. You know, speaking of all those variables, like an older anime that's getting another season, and there's a cute girl on a motorcycle. I'm waiting for Fully Kali. Yeah, 
We're like, yeah, man, motorcycle, motorcycle, motorcycle girl. Adam. Well, in this case, excuse me, it's a moped. Excuse yeah, it's a me. moped. It's a, it's a, it's a Vespa. Thing. It's a Vespa. No, it's not. It's really not. It's just as cool. No, this is you try when you, when you drive a scooter. I feel bad a little bit because it's like it's it's definitely a lifestyle choice of some sort. But like you know, maybe it's money. No, or no you, you slap a pillows logo on that scooter, always, it automatically becomes cool. I'm yeah, but I've always said, I've always said that like someone who drives a scooter. Is someone who it's like it's all the perks of a motorcycle, like all the dangers and all that shit. Except you don't get to look cool at all. <laughs> you'll die. You'll die a terrible death. The shame. There the is way. a saying uh, that my dad has about scooters, and oh, no. if I say oh, no. it on the podcast, Alfred will cut it. <laughs> you can tell so us. Don't later. do it. I need that. Like last week was bad enough, man. <laughs> you can tell us later. Off air. I, I do a lot of work for that. Speaking of off air, I think it's time yes, we, we should. We uh, end sign for off. the session. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, Goro and Gun and Voice Dubs, um, for your continued support, as irksome as that might be. <laughs> and thank you to our listeners. And hopefully, again, you'll watch some of those shows recommended um, by us and tell us about other shows that we missed. We don't mind. We'd love to know. Uh, for now, I guess this is it. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Jay. Bye-bye. This is all, everybody. It's you. Catch you later. Angelo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is Jay saying, Can I stop recording now? Yeah. Yes. <laughs>